3: Great choice on Rainbow when it comes to the stone-cold weather this morning.
4: Well done. Was that you or a listener? Uh, that was I saw it on the text line and in the Twitch chat, so okay. people all over the place. Dante
3: Scarnecchia coming up at 8.30 as Gerard Mayo heads to the dais <laughs> at noon today for the first time as the head coach of the New England Patriots. So we'll talk to Dante about that at 8.30. And then ESPN's Sean McDonough at 9 and Devin McCourty at 9.20 on today's show. But right now, the rest of the news with Courtney. And you were very excited to share... What science says one should wear on an aeroplane if they would like to get lucky.
5: And not just get lucky. There's a few things that this color will bring out. So according to science, wearing red on a plane could get you an in-flight hookup. Really? Yeah. So the travel advice blog, Airplane Tips, looked at a study about the color red on women and how it makes them more desirable to the male counterpart, especially when in the air. They said if you want to up it a little bit, do the red nail theory. The red nail theory is is very hot right now. Women are painting their nails red to get a date or if they're in a relationship to get engaged. Their nails? Yes, hmm. their nails women being thi- red.
3: Women buy into the fact that what color your nails are mm-hmm. is going to help you get a date. Yes. Wow. Oh, my yep.
5: God. But huh. even more important, the study says that wearing red on a plane may give you better service in the air. So the blog writes, airline staff may subconsciously perceive the passenger in red as more important or of higher status, leading Mm. to an enhanced customer service experience. So the next time you're flying... So you get an extra
3: bag of snacks or something like that. Or
5: if you're looking for help to get, you know, a refill or a bag of snacks, they're going to see you quicker and come to you quicker. So next time you're flying, try the red red theory.
6: That's like an an oxymoron, right? Because usually reds... When people say they're painting something red, it generates anger. Mm. So it's weird that that's like the right. Now so what, does that, that
3: apply only in the air or everywhere? Like, so if you're a woman and you're listening right now, you should wear red because you are you appear more desirable. I think huh? it it
5: apl- it applies everywhere, and the red nail theory is very hot mm. on the TikTok right now. Ah, and okay. women are saying they painted their nails red, got a
7: date. I have an interesting connection to make. I don't think he flew commercial, but does this explain Tiger wearing red on Sunday when the tournament ends? (laughs)
6: Mm. There's a work for the guy, too. Maybe it does. Mm -hmm. Lingerie usually comes in red.
3: I know physiologically things change when you get in in higher altitudes. Okay. Like, for instance, we've talked about this on the show before, but there's a scientific explanation for why one gets on an airplane and craves a Bloody Mary. I don't know if you know that or not. No, any. I didn't know that. What's yeah. that? So uh, it's, uh, I was trying to look it up, but it's it's like your nasal, something to do with your n- nasal and oral cavities that dry oh. out when you fly. And then that makes certain flavors and certain aromas uh-huh. dull while it sharpens the flavors and right. the aromas of other things. And the Bloody Mary, I mean, I, I guarantee you. Mm-hmm that it, that you're listening and you might not ever crave a bloody mary but as soon as you get on an airplane you crave yeah. a bloody mary usually i've never craved
4: old. a bloody mary once in my life no cuz really? yeah. usually in that's old people oh. o- old people drink it's ble- it's bloody mary wiggy stop they do
3: right. what is with the age shaming that's true I also, <laughs> also, also you're almost 50 <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah but
3: like i like you call everybody an <laughs> yeah, old but man but I'm, I'm you're almost I'm,
6: 50 I'm, I'm talking about uh, when i was growing
2: no, up bloody mary's not an old person drink it's it was
3: put some celery in there what are you talking did you go to the basic brunch yeah
5: People
6: no, were slinging
5: of- bloody marys no. and bloody marias. I was too busy
4: with prosecco.
7: I-, I have to say, the reason why people drink bloody marys on a plane is because often they're flying before noon, and it's not. It's sort of looked down upon if you get a tangerine tonic at nine a.m. All but right. if you get a bloody mary, it's like okay, it's a morning drink. By
3: the way, do you want to do another basic brunch? I would I've love had to. A lot of requests for it.
5: I would love to. Yeah,
6: the food was good. I'm going to get some
3: healthy options. We could do it for the home opener uh, somewhere in the Fenway area. That's
5: if a you very want. good idea.
3: Okay. Baseball. We should work on that. Not- there's
5: there's also the the way in which you watch a movie, the reason why you cry more when you're on a plane, uh-huh. that's all because of the altitude as well. Oh, is it? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've found that to be so true. Watching a movie, I'm sob-fest.
6: You know how we <laughs> did our, our top five quarterbacks currently playing in the yes, NFL yes. right now playoffs? Top five places that don't fall in on having sex is Mile High Club in the airplane bathroom. Oh. <laughs> Too small. Who wants to do it in an airplane bathroom? Right. Uh,
7: and it's the most disgusting place. Yeah,
6: and I mean the disgusting part, whatever. <laughs> but it's too. There's no room. Yeah, and, yeah I
3: don't know how people are like. Oh. Well, we learned. I mean, we learned at the beachcomber, right? That you and Mrs. Wiggins are quote. Public sex people. Yeah, that's so. I mean, if anybody knows the the most disturbing places to have it, it would probably be you. We are
6: beach sexers. Uh, Sorry, yeah, (laughs) beach sexers. But if you really to go and really look at it and go, would I really want to have sex in an airplane bathroom? They are you. You got to be really.
3: Isn't it the thrill of getting caught?
5: No,
6: but you could have sex in the seat.
5: Uh, In the seat. What? That's public indecency. No, yeah, you
7: can't do it in the seat.
5: Oh, like what's the, that's the difference yeah,
6: if you're doing it in the
5: airport? You're amp- not going to get arrested in the plain bathroom. They're just going to say, go back to your seat.
6: You can, Why?
7: Because it's it, it's a door shut. Nobody no,
6: no, no, no. When it. you're having sex in public, that's uh, illegal. Right. Whether you're in a bathroom. It's frowned upon.
5: <laughs> it's frowned <laughs> upon in a bathroom. If you're in your seat uh, getting it on.
6: Yeah, you're not hmm. gonna get arrested. Oh Yeah, yes, you, you will. No, you
5: won't. Yeah, you will. I just, I just uh, saw
6: somebody having air sex too. This, what on this, your flight? No, they just caught. I was like a video on social media. They caught them in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: too this, damn small. Uh, this text is inaccurate, but I'll read it anyway. It says that seven eight one text says Greg tried that and Orville Wright asked him to stop. Uh, I was not, <laughs> I was not flying with the Wright brothers. Okay. Um, You're right, you were just there when they tried to learn to fly. (laughs) In Kitty Hawk,
6: South Carolina? Yeah, they they owned a bicycle store. I've (laughs) never flown a 747, maybe in that. Uh, the bathroom's big. That's the two levels. Uh-huh. Maybe the bathroom's a little bit more roomy to have sex in. Mm-hmm. But I would do it in one of those pods.
5: I would not. Yeah, I was just going to say, I would not trust Mr. and Mrs. Wiggins on like an Emirates flight with the lay the lay flat beds. Oh, yeah. Oh, in the, the pods? Yeah. Oh, yeah,
6: it's definitely. Yeah. Now, that's different. Now, that's interesting. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's comfort level there. <laughs> yeah. Right. I can barely move in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine having my wife in there okay. with me.
7: Comfort the, level midnight.
6: The door would have to be open. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I'm glad Wiggy hasn't thought about this.
6: Well, it wouldn't be. Would you have it on your top five uh, places to have I sex? W- it,
7: it is the most disgusting thing in the world. I the, would
6: like to know
5: Curtis's top five. Uh,
7: number one would be in Brady's pool. That would be it.
6: <laughs> With Tom.
7: With Tom watching. Yeah. How's the form, Tom? You want to replace? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Curtis
6: is watching. Yeah. Uh,
7: but it is, even the, like, there were people traveling. There was, like, stuff in the 90s. There was somebody in politics who was caught in the men's room of an airport having sex. Like, of all the places on the planet, the, like, when you have to pee when you get off a plane, you are yeah. in and out of that place as fast as possible. You smell things in there that you've Ew. never smelled before.
6: Yeah. You gotta go yeah. to the uh, family-friendly not, bathroom. Not sir. a
7: very romantic
3: location, I think, is what you're saying. Yeah, no. Yeah, All right. <laughs>
6: All right, well, we're red,
3: I guess. What else? Yeah. Wear are red.
5: Uh, administration officials said overhead electronic signs and obscure meanings uh, to pop culture. We've seen those pop up on the highway recently that are, you know, on the side are hanging above the overpasses. Those electronic signs.
3: <laughs> yes, go ahead. You know what I mean? I think we're following you. I'm, yes. I'm halfway following her. If, you can see it on Twitch <laughs> right now. <laughs> administration officials, who's that?
5: So the Wait, feds. Okay,
3: so the feds. Yeah, the I'll U.S. Federal the, the, Highway so, Administration. The, okay, so the U.S. Well, yeah, let's start this all over. All right. The U.S. The Federal
5: U- Highway Administration okay.
3: is doing what?
5: Is getting rid of the signs that have referenced pop culture or anything fun.
3: Okay, creative messages on highway signs.
5: They're saying no more. Okay, right. They're saying they're right. distracting. <laughs> okay,
7: we're landing this airplane. I think Nobody's I was having getting sex. There. I just yes. love Greg's exasperated look. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
5: Uh, they released its new 1,100-page manual, which includes rules and spells out how signs and other traffic control devices are regulated. Why the hell do they have to get rid of that?
3: Right. I like it. Right. Somebody I, gets creative. They, you know, they the say. The things we uh, focus
7: on in this country you make wanna,
3: absolutely no sense. It, see, you you want to stay wicked safe? Use yeah. your seatbelt. Ha, right. ha, ha. Like, put also, your blanket on.
6: T M W K
5: I N eleven coconut show prepped again. <laughs> I write the news, so I am show <laughs> no, prepped. I'm just kidding. Right? I'm just reading like what it. I wrote, and I then <laughs> Greg's jumping the gun. <laughs> I, <laughs> So,
3: T-M-W-K-I-N-11. I'm just having fun
6: with you. That's all. all right. So, they fun. want to do away with the cool, quirky signs. Yeah. Stuff. That's huh?
3: ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Uh, should we get to the dumbest? We sure can. All right. Let's do that. Stop <laughs> being dumb.
0: And now, this woman is stone-cold dumb. I'm a dumbass. The dumbest of the day.
3: Try again, dumbass. All right, Curtis. We listened to everything that happened yesterday, and we have determined that this may have been the dumbest of the day.
7: Yeah. So... Uh, we've all been there. We ask a question that makes us look foolish. Uh-huh. We don't think of things entirely. And thankfully for this reporter in Tampa Bay, who was asking Todd Bowles about the game this Sunday or Saturday against the Lions, may not have recognized that Ford Field has a roof. Okay. This is how it transpired.
6: i uh, looking forward towards um, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we've been brought to, to.
4: Any special plans to acclimate the team to
6: not only uh, endure but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures? Should you face them in Detroit?
2: You do know we play
3: indoors, right? In they got a dome. <laughs> I don't. Um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors. And we only have to be outside for 20 seconds, getting off the bus, going under the thing. So we'll be OK. <laughs> yeah, <Yo>, Larry Jacket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, she come back and sit, at least say, no, I meant, you know, getting on and off the bus. Yeah, from like, the bus uh, to the stadium. Any any, any blankets? Or <laughs> any, Maybe like, she was
5: talking about flight delays. <laughs> You know,
3: probably maybe her first time covering the NFL like it's playoff time. A lot of
5: news folk end up covering the teams around times like this. So it could have been that. So she's a
6: Tampa news person who has no idea what 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 kind of stadium they have in
7: Detroit. Emergency number one most awkward question ever is Kathy Lee Gifford live on the Today Show asking Martin Short about his wife.
6: I just saw this on social
7: media. Who had media. passed away. Oh, no. And she keeps following up, even though he's just trying to be polite and oh. like, she's the greatest. You know, she's been so important. It is <laughs> cringe on top of cringe. Uh-huh. I feel
6: like her co-host at the time, because I literally just saw this on social media. Yeah, Hoda. Uh, Hoda did the same thing to somebody else. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh.
7: Well, that's unfortunate. But Todd Bowles, what do you think Bill would have said?
3: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) God. Can you imagine?
0: You do know we play indoors, right? And they got (laughs) a (laughs) dome.
3: She's like, oh, yeah, I knew that. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thank you, Courtney. You're very welcome. That's the news. And now, what is trending this hour?
0: Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI.
5: Well, it seems like Linus Olmark may be coming back into action pretty soon. The team announced yesterday that they sent goalie Brandon Bussey back to the Providence Bruins, so we could be seeing Olmark back pretty quick. The Bees are off tonight. They have the Avalanche at the TD Garden tomorrow. The Celtics welcome the Spurs to town tonight. Tip is at 7.30. Injury report has a few guys on it. Drew Holiday is questionable, as is Kristaps Porzingis and Derek White. That is what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather.
7: Uh, A lot of people in the Twitch chat quoting Brittany was saying, did the woman die? She did, unfortunately. Uh, 80 degrees and sunny, freezing cold out there today. The high in the mid-20s. Do they play in a dome? They do.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
8: and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Gerard Mayo will meet the
3: media for the first time as the head coach of the New England Patriots at noon today. We will have that for you live on these airwaves, and if you're unable to listen at noon on the radio, then make sure you download the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, and then you can listen to Gerard Mayo. And Wiggy wants one thing and one thing only answered today, and that is whether or not he has the autonomy, I guess Mm -hmm. is how you would say it, to hire who he wants as uh, an offensive coordinator. Yeah, And, And I'm assuming... Defensive coordinator too. I mean, I yeah, know. but I don't
6: feel as I don't feel like when a guy's a defensive minded coach and they've done well as a defensive guy and he's kind of been the de facto co defensive coordinator. I don't really have an issue with that. I think kind of piggybacking off Courtney had the same. Uh, she said it earlier too. Is that I want to know who he's targeting, and then Curtis might have had this other point. If somebody says. Is there a possibility that Billy O and McDaniels return? Because I kind of don't want to hear that. I want them to go in a complete – I'm on the shine train. Go in a completely different direction. You know, regardless who, who that is. First time, you know, offensive coordinator from another place. You know, maybe even – well. I, but is your expectation that Robert Kraft,
3: the way he spoke about the power that they gave Bill – is going to give that same power to Gerard Mayo as somebody who's never been a head coach in the NFL before? It's not my expectation.
6: But what does – see, and this is where I always – you know, I always hear Gresh talking about it, and I completely disagree with it. What does not being a head coach have to do with hiring a guy that you feel would be the best fit to be the offensive
3: coordinator? This is is how I look at it. If you're Robert Kraft Mm – You were just willing to say farewell to the greatest to ever do it. Right. And to replace him with somebody Uh who has not a lot of experience doing it. Right. So uh, I'm assuming that you must be looking at it, if you're Robert Kraft, that there are areas that I am going to, or or Jonathan, or uh, the two of us as a team, Mm are going to need to, to take back control of. Yeah, and that, that's the front that office, why, though. Isn't real- that why he stood up there and said, you know, uh, Bill earned the right three years in or whatever to have control of everything, right. but I feel like there needs to be a... A doctor, no. There needs to be somebody who's saying no. That's
7: known as Ken, right?
3: Isn't that? I agree is, with you. So on. isn't he going to be doctor? Doesn't he want to be doctor? No. When it comes to the decisions that Gerard Mayo may or may not be allowed to make. Well,
6: I think it, that's when it comes to free agency, the draft, who is in the front office hiring that. Like I agree with you on that aspect, but when it's about hiring position and offensive coordinators, I think that's strictly up to. The coach himself. When have we ever seen an any organization uh, own or hire a head coach and then tell the head coach that, oh, we're going to help you find your coordinators or your position coaches? I think it's well. I think they're if they're going to sit and
3: wait because there's been reporting. We talked about it earlier that Bill O'Brien may go with Bill Belichick. That that Josh McDaniels may go with Bill Belichick. That Matt Groh may go with Bill Belichick. So the longer you wait the less the great candidates are available. So they should be on that now.
6: Well, I mean, if he picked up the phone and had a conversation with Wes Welker and said, hey, Wes, you've been coaching for a while, receivers coach, I would love to have you as my offensive coordinator. Why Why would you wait for Billy O and all these? It should be up to Gerard Mayo on who he wants to surround himself with as far as his coaching staff. I agree. Maybe other areas where Robert and Jonathan want to get involved, free agency, draft, front office. Okay, cool. But the head coach should be allowed to hire the people that he wants to be around them on a daily basis. The, well, say, the
7: question to be asked today is are you going to learn from your mistakes with Bill Belichick and meddling with his staff By allowing your new head coach to build it himself. So you don't think that that
6: he should build it? Uh, No, I
7: think Gerard Mayo
3: should. I'm agreeing with you. You're saying that question should be asked of Robert Kraft. Right. If he is there.
7: Is he going to be there too? And Jonathan.
3: Both of them are going to be there. Okay. Jonathan's coming to this one.
7: Interesting. Maybe he was uh, out sick on last week.
6: (laughs) But don't you. So do you not agree with that part of it, where he should be able, Gerard Mayo should be able to hire the coaches that he wants. Yes. Oh, so you agree with that? Yes. Okay. All right. I didn't know because you said Robert
3: should. Step no, in. I'm, I'm, Wiggy. I'm trying to. It, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm reading into what happened with Robert Kraft mm-hmm. because I am trying to. What is, what is the reason, the number one reason in your mind that Robert Kraft said farewell to Bill Belichick?
6: Wow, that's a great question. The number one reason Um
7: Wow. Yes, Curtis? It's in the first paragraph of the Wickersham story. This effer said Brady was done and he won the effing Super Bowl. Is that it? That was the beginning of the end. I would okay. I, I would so it say wasn't
3: he, it wasn't based on necessarily his performance. Mm mm.
7: Well, of it, course it was in the end because he couldn't handle – he mishandled – the n- number two reason is the mishandling of Mac Jones. Yeah,
3: see, I think they got tired of dealing with Bill. Bill was running everything, and when it was working, mm-hmm. they were okay with it, and then suddenly it wasn't. Short period of time, by the way, that it wasn't. Right. But so then they decided we could do without Bill. My question then becomes, uh-huh. What if you're somebody who feels like – you can get rid of Bill Belichick
2: mm-hmm.
3: because, you know, however you, you know, you've you owned the franchise for a long time, you've contributed to the success, then you better be ready mm-hmm. to when it comes to the new head coach to be able to uh, have full confidence that he is going to be the guy who's going to be able to do what you need him to do. Right. And I'm not sure that I, I'm not sure that they don't want more of a say in most everything going forward. And,
6: and, and to answer your question, I think that and he became too powerful, more powerful than them. And they didn't they didn't like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they decided, you know what? It it his power of even to the point where they made it seem like he was so powerful they couldn't even tell him no.
7: Mm-hmm. And we, Greg, you and Wiggy have often said about the, the, the Kevlar vest that was Bill Belichick. Well, Bill showing up for work the Monday after the season going 4-13, and 13, the vest was no longer there because Kraft had to make a decision one way or the other that he couldn't hide behind Bill on. So that's where the decision was made.
3: Well, I would like to find out. I hope that Gerard Mayo's first phone call
7: when it comes to hiring
3: coaches, mm-hmm. was to our next guest who joins us this morning after a minute or two on the Harbor One Hotline, the great Dante Scarnecchia. Dante, it's been a while.
2: It has, Greg, and I've been listening to you guys while I've been waiting here. I agree with everything you all have said, and I'll talk to you later.
8: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: no, but Dante... I mean I do you you understand what I'm saying when it comes to Robert Kraft and this decision? Because yeah, the, you were there for a giant body of work with Bill Belichick and it was right the, it's the most successful body of work ever presented in the league. So if you're gonna say goodbye to that, then my belief is that you want more say in what's going on. The, 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 on a day-to-day basis, do you agree?
2: Yeah, I, I absolutely do agree, and I, I think that uh, you know, situation. It, it's all good when everything's going good, but for the last four years, you know, it hasn't gone the way that anybody wants it to go. So, at some point, changes are going to be made, and you know, Roberts, the guy that owns the team, and it's his choice to move on. So. I said I don't see it any way any different than any other coach that's lost his job over the last couple months. You know that's just the way of the world.
6: Dante, when you look at this situation, I think there are a lot of people out there that still believe still believe that Bill can coach in this league. And if that's the case, why wouldn't Robert just say, "Okay, maybe we're going to get you more help in the GM role where you could focus on coaching." And we could still work this thing out where we could keep you as the head coach and you could finish your career here.
2: Yeah. I mean, if that's, if that if it was posed to bill that way, uh, you know, I think that's completely fair from an ownership standpoint to go ahead and say that. And then it's up to bill to say, yeah, you know, that's a good idea. Or, you know, I have a contract that says, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I've been doing it. and It's worked. So for a long time, other than, not the way we wanted it to work since Tom left to be honest with you, but you know maybe I don't know what the what the conversation was between the two guys, but you know one thinks he he's satisfied with the way it is, and the other one's not satisfied with the way it is, so something had to get done
3: have Have you spoken to or been texting with Bill at all since this
2: happened? no 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 nope. no i don't you know i i bill i i I love working for Bill for a lot of reasons. And, uh, and I think that, uh, you know, I'm truly saddened by all of it That, you know, it's all come to an end Because it was, as you said a few minutes ago A very, very special time for a long time But, you know, things have changed And, you know, it just it, it's, as I said, this is the way things work in the league You know, when you're not having the success that you're used to People are looking to make changes And that's what happened here
5: Dante. They tried to present a united front when they when they spoke to media uh, after it was announced. But knowing Robert and Bill like you do, do you think that this was as amicable as they tried to make
2: it seem? I think uh, you know that was the word that was used, and I'll you know I'll acquiesce to that—that it was an amicable amicable split. Um, But you know, there's everyone's got their their own emotions and neither one's about to put that out. And I think that's probably a good thing that they don't. So, you know, we can read into it. However, whatever we want to read into it. I just wish them both the the success that they deserve. And That, you know,
3: Dante, do you think Atlanta is a good landing spot for Bill? Uh,
2: I, you know, I, I think there's a huge commitment by the owner there to, he wants to be successful, you know, and, and you couldn't want a better coach than other than Bill to do that. They've got some pretty good players on the roster, and you know I think that bill would if you know it all comes back to the one guy you got to have in this league as we've all seen you don't have a guy that can pull the trigger and and move the offense and do and play the way that the quarterbacks who are still in the playoffs right now are doing um you know it's hard to win and um whether uh Desmond Ritter is that guy or whoever they have on their roster, you know, that remains to be seen, but, you know, they're, they are definitely lacking in that area until either Ritter shows he's the guy or they get somebody that is the guy. So, you know, and, and maybe, you know, when Bill came here, you know, we had Drew Bledsoe, and then ultimately we got Tom Brady. So, you know, we just have to see how all that works down there and that that's a, or a place where he feels comfortable that he has a chance to be successful because time is not on his side.
7: Dante, you were as key as anybody in developing a culture that brought several championships to the Patriots. How difficult was it for you to watch the team this year and specifically Trent Brown, uh, a guy that you helped – get on the field every game for a Super Bowl in 2018 sort of devolved to where it was this year?
2: I think it was uh, tough for all of us to watch it, not to be specific to any one player or anything like that. You know, culturally, you know, could you say that the culture on defense was different than the culture on offense? Certainly they had a lot of success on the defensive side of the ball. There's you know, top five defense in the league. And, um, you know, and on offense, it didn't go that way for, again, a lot of the same reasons, uh, you know, lack of, of, of um, you know, success at the quarterback position and a lot of the positions around him and whatever it was, you know, an offensive line that was in flux the whole year because of injuries and things like that. So you could, we could all say, you know, it's a bad culture on that side of the ball, you know, but, you know, talent and cohesiveness and all those other things come into play on, on having cultural success on that side of the ball. Cause if all the pieces are clicking on offense, like they were on defense, you know, maybe it's a little bit different or certainly good enough to maintain. But, you know, I don't, I don't think it's, uh, you know, a, a, a certainly a whole team cultural thing. I think it's, you know, the, the problems are very, very easily defined. Lack of cohesiveness up front, loss of skill players—the ones that they had that were really making plays, you know, you know the running back, the wide receiver guys—and just once you lose those guys, it's just hard to be successful. So I think it's more along those lines.
3: When it comes to Gerard Mayo, Wiggy says to me often that head coaching experience doesn't matter in this league anymore. I don't know if that's recency bias based on uh, what happened with the Brockton situation <laughs> or, or or if he's right. Uh, do, you, do you feel the same way?
2: I think that uh, – I think Gerard is a really smart and capable guy, no doubt, okay? And he's a leader in so many ways. But the thing about it is is until you stand on that sideline and decisions have to be made – uh, are we going to take a time out here are we 're going to go for it here on fourth and one? Are we going to be a team that's uh, you know solely goes by analytics like a lot of teams and we 've seen that that can be good we 've seen that that can be bad um, are, you know how are we going to practice how you know what is how are we going to develop the culture on our team? All those things go are part of the head coaching position that none of us know. We all just stand up in front of the team and tell everybody let 's go win some games. It's not that easy, and you know, watch and watch games on TV. You know, and you see example after example. Why it, they call timeout here, and they, you know, they're, they're not going to have a timeout when it counts the most at the end of the half or the end of the game, and and those things impact games. And I heard Christians say this uh, the other day. You know, the best thing he could do is get somebody up in the box that can help him with, you know game time decisions you know hey this is a place we can go for it here or you know you don't you know take a time out here but don't take one here and those are all things that he has to you know has to experience and you know i, I wish him nothing but the greatest success in and those and hope that they're not too painful really
3: that would be a good spot for you if you're not too busy playing pickleball up in the box. Oh,
2: way too busy to go sit up in the box <laughs> and watch the Way too busy.
3: How's, are you still? Wiggy
2: thinks no, you've given. There's other guys more capable than me to do that.
3: Uh, I I would I would disagree, but I uh, Wiggy thinks you're not playing as much pickleball anymore.
2: Oh, he doesn't know. That's not true. <laughs> Tell him to get out there on the court with me, and he'll find out. Okay. <laughs> I played it before. No, I play all the time. I love it. I play all the time and I really enjoy it.
6: Well, Dante, one real quick question and I think this kind of goes to your, you know, decision making and, you know, coaching. The I feel like the most important thing for Mayo is his ability to put the coaches around them that he knows can help him with that. Do you think Robert's going to allow him to do that or is Robert going to want input on Coaches that he that uh, Mayo wants to hire um, and give his own input on guys that you know Robert feels like should be coaches, assistant coaches.
2: I I think that a new head coach deserves to hire the people that he thinks can best help him win games, and that maybe he has developed a relationship or from a long distance away appreciated the way a guy does things and how their team does things, and I know this guy, and I think he's ready to be a coordinator or this guy's a really good coordinator that you know that deserves another chance, maybe he's been let go or some deserves a chance with me because I know the guy, but they deserve the right to to hire people that they that they know and that they think can help them win games uh, and and i should I think he should be afforded that opportunity because to Take guys in that I want you to have this guy as your defensive line. Well, I know that guy, okay. And you know, does he is he going to buy into the things that we want done? That's an awful good defense with a lot of players that understand how to play it. And if all of a sudden you go in there and make them, you know, bring somebody in where it's not quite fitting the right way, and then you got another problem. So I think he needs to hire his own staff and guys that he can bring in here and that he can trust to do things the way that he wants them done.
7: Dante, now that this era is officially over, with Bill and Tom both gone, what if you could distill the Patriot way in those six championships, the greatest dynasty in American team sports, why was it so, success, so, so successful for so long?
2: Uh, two systems on either side of the ball that were in place for a very long time. When Charlie brought the offensive system in, well, let me go make it easier. The defensive system is Bill Belichick's defense. You can say whatever you want. You can say whoever coached it, coached it. And we had multiple defensive coordinators that did a great job of it, okay? But it really was the system that Bill was most comfortable with, one. On offense, Charlie came in and implemented a system, Charlie Weiss, and it was a great system, and that system grew through – Three coordinators, Josh twice and Billy O another time. You know, and uh, it was a situation where, well, Billy O twice, actually. So the system was in place. When it became a different system was a couple years ago when changes uh, were told they had to be made. But to me, that was the essence of it all, continuity on offense and defense. This is the way we do things. This is how we do them. This is and when this happened and really what that allowed us to do when when the problem came up we knew how to solve it real fast and it was that way on special teams, on offense, on defense, with the same guy leading the whole thing throughout the time span. And that's really unheard of and I, I think that was a big, big reason for it. Plus we had a lot of really good players on everywhere on the roster. Not the greatest, some guys that are really great, but a lot of guys that just knew their role and bought into it and did everything they could to you know to keep it going, so I think that those are all things that are hard hard, hard to establish, and certainly they were established here for a long period of time. well you said um, when they were told changes had to
3: be made, that was Robert Kraft in your mind who said that
2: no I think i I don't know it, but i I would suggest uh, I would think that it was bill to uh, to the two coordinators, to the guys that were running the offense two years ago. You know, that wasn't the same system, and a lot of things changed. And uh, I don't know if they – honestly, I don't know if they changed back to Billy when he came here, but I do know that, uh, you know, things were different two years ago than they were, you know, when Josh was the coordinator and then Josh left and then changes were made. That's, I mean, that's a fact. I mean, I'm not saying anything, you know, out of out – you know, out of the building. I mean, it's just just look at it. So, and it's been alluded to on a number of occasions publicly. So, you know, I think that, that that didn't do any good. And I think that's a hard thing to do.
3: Dante, it is always a pleasure. I love having you on this program. Thanks for taking the time and giving it to us this morning.
2: I enjoyed listening to you guys, and thanks for having me on. Stay healthy.
3: All right. There's the great Dante Scarnecchia coming up at 9, ESPN. Sean McDonough will be right back.
8: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites.
3: So far, Curtis, in fact, maybe zero for an actual temperature on Friday.
6: So get ready for that. As long as there's no snow.
3: Well, we just got
1: some snow. Yeah, but
6: I'm not talking about like as long as... It's not
1: going away with those temps.
6: No, no, no. But as long as there's no more snow coming. I mean, you should know know that what I'm saying. I don't know mean,
5: well, I, I, I I think you would want the snow to go away, so the cold temps are going to
6: prevent that. I just happening. don't want no more snowstorms. Oh, okay,
3: well I, I I don't know. A couple inches range. coming Friday. I uh, don't know long range what Curtis is thinking, but we'll we'll have him
7: share his modeling at some point.
5: During so. the day, Curtis, what
7: yeah, we're looking at a very similar but not quite as uh long lasting as the one we just had uh yesterday. So oh, okay. about one to three inches on Friday should be done by your evening commute. Sean McDonough coming
3: up at 9, Devin McCordy at 9.20. This is Rick from Plymouth. Hello, Rick.
9: How are you doing, guys? I just want to make a quick point on the Patriots because this aggravates me. Why do the Patriots insist on doing everything ass-backwards? I mean, they, they can't do anything in the right order. You hire a GM. You let the GM hire his coach and his assistant coaches. Mm-hmm. You don't – I mean, unless Bob Kraft wants to take on the Jerry Jones role of GM head coach – offensive coordinator, and everything else that goes on on this team. And we've all seen how much success the Cowboys have at that. This makes no sense. I mean, we don't have a GM. We won't have a GM until after the draft. That makes no sense. Well, he put himself and in then, a, But he put himself in a corner mm-hmm.
3: by promising Mayo the job. But, like, I don't think it's a bad spot so goes, to be
9: in. Uh, so uh, it's a stupid promise to make. It was unenforceable. Unless they put it in print, which they were stupid enough to do. Well, they yeah. did do it in print. They I mean, had, it, yeah. they put it in print. And and they and what, and what they what did do say, it in
3: print. Yeah,
6: a, they had to the only thing they could have done, honestly. If they, didn't, if they didn't give him the job, they had to pay him $10 million. And, which is smart on his part because if he had other jobs, interviews, and he declined them because they were putting pressure on him, good job by Mayo to say, give me a, a fallback plan.
7: The job that they offered him is not the job he assumes today. That needs to be asked today. When they gave Gerard Mayo that promise in writing, nobody in the room envisioned it would arrive this offseason. They thought Bill was just an offensive coordinator away from getting the team to the playoffs. Heck, they were 8-9 and nine and we had a lead in the fourth quarter heading mm. there with Patricia and Judge. So the job he currently holds is not what the Crafts envisioned. So what is it, two years ahead of schedule? At least. Yeah, okay. at least. So the team that he was – they assumed that Bill Belichick would be done coaching – have the Shula record, and Gerard Mayo would take the keys to the car. Mm-hmm. They did not envision 4-13. and 13. So why do they stick with the plan when the evidence and the needs of the organization shifted dramatically?
4: But on top of that, too, like it's okay to hire the coach before the GM. Like The GM should be fulfilling the vision of the coach's team anyways, so it's fine to have the coach before right. the GM. The issue is, is they just need to actually hire a GM and not make it some collaborative effort between a bunch of Bill Belichick stooges.
5: But if you listen to Wiggy, there's really not much to do for the GM when it comes to the draft. It's the for, first pick for the first pick. Well, not for the first pick. Well, the first
3: pick is certainly very important. Yeah, there's
6: seven rounds to I, the draft. No, no, no. No, I, no, I, I understand I, that. Yeah. I understand the the element. I'm just saying. I'm on the the portion of all right. They're probably gonna. They're probably gonna. To 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 communicate with guys that are already in that those positions of scouting department, personnel department. Okay, what if they all go with Bill? Well, there'll be a there'll be a there'll be a handful of guys that don't all go with Bill. That's going to be kind of the people that will be putting together the second round off until free agency. I I agree that you need a GM, but I think with the first overall pick, I think it's pretty much
7: what GM with options would come to an organization after they draft their pick at three.
6: Yeah, that I don't get. That is just stupid. Like, I don't get why they would even make mention of that.
7: Right. Like, that is the most important decision this organization will make in the draft since Bledsoe over Meyer in 1993. Well, we will get to hear what Gerard
3: Mayo says, hopefully, about all of this at noon today, and you will get to hear it live here at WEEI. If you can't listen at noon and the rest of the day on the radio, you can stream us at weei.com. You can also download the Odyssey app, and then you can listen to Gerard Mayo live at noon from wherever you are and at whatever time you want on the Odyssey app. We will get to Sean McDonough of ESPN coming up
8: next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.